In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Christmas has come and gone. The presents have been unwrapped. The holiday food eaten, and now only those filler foods are the leftovers. The ones people aren't that interested in. The guests have come and gone, or perhaps they are outstaying their welcome as we speak. I took out the trash on Christmas Day, and I noticed how depressing it seemed. And I I think that's probably true that trash is always depressing if you think about what's in it. But Christmas trash feels especially depressing, full of torn paper and ribbons, those boxes that just cannot be reused, um, the hors d'oeuvres that sat out for too long, and the turkey carcass and all those empty bottles, and even all of that plastic trash that seems to encase every single toy that was ever made in China. Well, Christmas trash tells a story, and it tells the story of Christmas jollity that has run its course. I hope that all of your Christmas wishes came true, or at least some of them, And I know that for some of you, they might not have come true. Maybe you were hoping that someone you love would have picked out just the right gift, um, that something that you were especially hoping for. Or maybe you were looking forward to eating all of your favorite foods, but they just didn't taste the way you remembered them. Maybe you were hoping that the Scrooge in your family would stay home. Or that that most bitter person would just reserve all of their criticism for a different day and take a holiday from judging everyone around them. Maybe you hoped that your grown children would spend time with you instead of using your home as a launching pad for all of their social encounters. I'm going to keep going. Maybe you were hoping that someone would forgive you finally or that they'd at least take a break For one short day to pretend that what had happened was just water under the bridge. Maybe, too, there are some traditions that you hold dearly that you were just not able to keep this Christmas because of necessary changes in your family. The kids just need to go to their in-laws' house sometimes. Well, all of this, as tangibly depressing as it feels, it, it, it could be seen as being like that Christmas trash. Right? That you have to take out to the curb. And even if Christmas was a good one for you this year, and I really hope it was, December 28th can still feel like a little bit of a letdown, can't it? (laughs) Well, if you're feeling disappointed today, if you had a great Christmas and you're just tired, or if you didn't have the Christmas you'd hoped for, if you are laboring under disappointment, Our scripture lessons for today provide beacons of transformative hope for us. First of all, all of our outer disappointments in this life will one day be forgotten or redeemed. And we know this because in the prologue to his gospel, St. John tells us that the eternal word is life and light. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The darkness that we experience in our broken world, that we see in the unloving actions of others, that we know all too well when we look honestly at our own hearts, 
This darkness will not last forever. Thank goodness. The darkness might feel overwhelming to us, but it's not too much for God. The darkness has an expiration date. It will end one day. And the coming of the light into the world, um, which we celebrate at Christmas as we celebrate of this, the birth of this baby Jesus who is both God and man, this joy that we feel at Christmas is just a beginning. The light will grow. On December 28th, it might feel like Christmas is over, but let me tell you, Christmas is just beginning. The radiant joy uh, is just a dim candle that we experience now compared to the brightness of heaven that will descend one day um, to the earth upon Jesus' second coming. There's a picture book that I read as a child that reminds me of this truth. Um, and it's, it had a beautifully illustrated uh, pages, and it was a version of the song, The Twelve Day- Days of Christmas. But it, oddly enough, didn't have any words other than the song. And of course, as you know, each day, the young woman's true love came to her house and gave her a different day, numbered to match the day's placement between Christmas Eve and Epiphany. And each bizarre gift that was given grew in number, And clearly added to the woman's joy. I couldn't understand it because I can't imagine taking so much joy from having so many birds in your house. On the last days of the season when the nine ladies dancing arrived, for example, you would see in the pictures that all of the six geese allaying were sparring with the seven swans swimming. It seemed to me just like an absurd circus, but incredibly joyful. Something that increased day by day. And by the end of the book, the woman housed all of these wonderful gifts in a new room that she had built. Her true love gave her good things. Good things beyond what she could have thought of, beyond what she could have imagined, beyond what she probably thought she wanted. Well, I learned from this book that Christmas is just a beginning, not an ending. Christmas is a season. And not just one day of the year. With God, we can trust that the best is yet to be. He loves us with grace and truth. He gives to us graciously and abundantly, even if we don't feel as though we have right now gotten what we've wanted from Him or gotten what we think we deserve. We've gotten far better than we deserve. God is gracious even when his gifts feel as absurd as eleven pipers piping. We can trust his goodness and favor towards us because as we look back, we know that he has given us his own son, Jesus Christ, the word made flesh. We have received through him grace upon grace. In Jesus, God has put away any displeasure that he might have had with us because of our sins and our failures. Through his own son, God provides a new way for broken people to return to relationship with him. The law was given through Moses, but only one man could walk on that old pathway paved by human achievement. That man, Jesus, the son of God was perfectly righteous. He was obedient to the Father, even unto death, death on a cross. And because of his faithfulness, his righteousness, his obedience, 
a new way is opened to us, broken people that we are. Because of Jesus, our salvation does not depend on our own obedience, thank goodness, but it is a gift given from outside of us, given freely without strings attached from God himself. In our first lesson, the prophet Isaiah likens this salvation to brand new clothes. He says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. Isaiah says that the people of God shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give, and that we shall each be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord. Each of these images shows us that in Christ, we each have a brand new beginning. There's a new beginning for the world, but there's a new beginning for us as well. Every day is a new day. His mercies are new every morning. Because of Jesus Christ, every day is like Christmas with the gift of God's love waiting for us, brightly wrapped, beautifully presented. So Mary, fourth day of Christmas, let us pray. Thank you, Father, for qualifying us through Jesus to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Thank you for delivering us from the domain of darkness, transferring us to the kingdom of your Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Thank you, Lord, for reconciling us to you through the body of your Son, making peace through the blood of his cross. We have indeed received grace upon grace, and for this we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen.